0: Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Ally, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, February 27th, 2017. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. All right. Good going, Zena. All All right. Right out of the start gate, Zena knocks something over. Well, uh, what kind of announcements do I have for this week? Don't forget, if you support the podcast, we have the... Um, Soul Terrific Salon this Saturday, and we're going to be talking about soulgasms, living a soulful life with passion is the topic. Ask Alley also has a Facebook page, as well as an Instagram, and of course, if you'd like to support me on Patreon, please visit askalliepodcast.com. Woo! What a week this has been. Has this seemed like a crazy week? There's sp- what's going on today and tomorrow? The eclipse, or that happened yesterday? I don't know. It, things have been going a bit nuts. Um, since I moved from the city, not that Worcester's that big of a city, but since I moved to the city out to the country, my thought was I'd get less visitors. That was my train of thought. But it has not been the case. <laughs> I get a couple people approximately that stop by a day, each day, asking either about the barn on this property or about the woods on this property, or who is farming the fields on this property. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make up a whole list of questions and answers, and I'm just going to paste it on the door. That way I don't have the answer. They can come up, see which question is theirs, find the answer, and then leave. Because those are the different categories their questions fall into. Oh, I did did have somebody ask, there is a uh, trailer on another part of the property and somebody wanted to rent that. That was out of the norm. Um, It's not for rent. So, let us move forward. So first up, it is the Tarot Overview of the Week. What I do is I play music for 30 seconds. You guys think card number one, card number two, or card number three. When I tell you what each of the cards are, one, two, and three, that is your energy overview for the week. Now, it's not supposed to be predictive what it's supposed to be is tell you what your energy is like around you so that you can make plans. Either move forward with something, maybe take a step back, maybe not do anything, maybe plan. Whatever that energy is talking about for you for the week. All right? So, the deck I am using this week is the Gateway Oracle cards by Denise Lynn. And the music I'm using for 30 seconds. Will be uh, Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift because that's just the one that popped up. So let's give this a shot for 30 seconds. Think card one, card two, or card nope, (laughs) card one, card two, or card three. Alright, so what you pick, card number one, card number two, or card number three? Just to let you know, I picked card number two, and the pictures of these cards will be up on AskLayPodcast.com later on today. Alright. Alright. So, if you picked card number one, you picked Making a Difference. This is a pretty card because you've got lips. I'm not quite sure what the lips are there for. But you've got a hand and water and starfish. I think it's a pretty card. Um, this is talking about you are making a difference in the lives of others. Uh, these differences are in ways that you may not even know. It may benefit because of you. Hmm. Your light radiates far and wide. So basically what that's telling you is that you're helping others without even knowing it. It's just being who you are and how your energy radiates out, you are making a difference in other people's lives. Yay! I like to hear that. Now if you pick card number two, you picked Manifesting Dreams. And this is all about life goes in cycles. There is a time for planting seeds and a time for harvesting bounty. Right now is your time for harvesting. Your innermost dreams and desires are manifesting. Don't stop the flow by doubting the process. All is unfolding according to your highest good. Alright? And if you picked card number three, you picked trusting your intuition. Listen with your heart and act on your instincts. Trust that you are being guided as the messages you are receiving are in your highest good. Follow the nudges from spirit. Now, spirits nudge. They really do. Guide spirits, they nudge you. They don't push you, and they don't usually hold up big flashy signs. <laughs> so pay attention to the nudge. Again, if you pick card number one, you picked making a difference. Card number two is manifesting dreams. And card number three is trusting your intuition. Now, in case this is your first time joining me, that noise you hear in the background, my cats are playing with something. I have at last count in this house 11 cats, 2 dogs, and a kid with the kids at school. Once I can get Gandalf from the other house and get him here, then I will have 12 cats and 2 dogs and 1 kid. And there is always something going on here. Always. There's always something going on in the background. Just like if you and I were sitting down having a cup of coffee and talking, there would be stuff going on in the background of our conversation wanted to point that out because every week i get new listeners and they're probably thinking what what's going on in that background now the question and answer of the week you can enter for a free question to be answered on the podcast if you go to askgalleypodcast.com and scroll down for the link when i answer a question whether it's a question about energy healing telepathic sex or a reading question like "Does he or she still love me or who is one of my soulmates?" or whatnot I do not mention names. I never ever mention your name or their name. I will put initials, or if you make up a name, I will use that made up name. Nobody will ever know who asked the question and who the question's about unless you tell them. Okay? Um, (coughs) Again, free questions for everybody. And I draw a question from the free stack randomly. If you support the podcast, and you put a question in you get chosen automatically so you have a guaranteed answer if you support the podcast now this week the question is from new york and new york asks what will my next lifetime be like well the biggest thing i'm seeing is it will be nothing like this life <laughs> um, you will have the same people the same characters per se involved uh... you know the one guy we've, we, you and i have talked about in the past uh, that person will be in your life in the next life as your husband and you will have many kids and when I say many I see I see at least 12 12 children which is a complete different life for you than it is in this lifetime um, so you're married to him you have at least 12 kids you live on it looks like a big it's not a farm farm, but there's a lot of land, there's a big house, and it seems more to be in a state. You guys have money. You're not J. K. Rowling money. You're not Harry Potter money, but you live very comfortably. and you're happy for the most part. But it appears that before the two of you even get together, your lives as youngsters, as young ones, are very troubled and difficult. Like you each come from foster homes that your parents both gave you up. And I don't know if you meet in a foster home or in school, but you're together most of your lives until actually in the next life you die first. So, but there is lots of happiness in the next life, and you will you will be with the man you are in love with in this life. I think that's pretty good. Okay, okay, well, thank you so much for sending in your question. Now, the topic this week, I wasn't sure what um, topic to cover, because again, after doing this for 13 years, it's difficult not to repeat the same thing. So... As I was him hoeing around today on the school bus, it popped in my head how about a person finding the right path? Because I'm kind of in the middle of that quandary right now, finding the right path. Although I'm a bus driver, and I do believe my bus driving is a temporary bridge in between things. I do love being a bus driver, though. I never thought I would. <laughs> Not in a gazillion, gazillion years. But uh, surprisingly, that's right. Hello, little little Microsoft thing. Um, but supposedly, surprisingly, I do. And when I was driving today um, over the weekend, I put a blurb into Emily's list saying that I would like to run for political office in the upcoming next you know five years. <coughs> now, running for political office takes me completely out of the path. I believe I'm on to writing screenplays and film and doing film and TV shows and web episodes web, and whatnot and my son asked me this last night mom he he thinks a million times over I belong in politics but he says if you're writing and that is the the path you're supposed to be taking, why in the world would you throw a wrench in it and head to politics? Why spend so much time writing if politics is the path you're supposed to take? (coughs) And I told him that if the path of politics is supposed to happen, then it will. If I put, if I throw the energy that way and no doors open, then that's not the path I'm supposed to take, at least not now. Maybe somewhere down the line, I throw out the feelers again and a door opens. I don't know, but I won't know unless I try. Now, the thing about finding the right path is that you have to do something. You can't sit there and worry, am I on the right path? What is my path supposed to be? What you need to concentrate in on is the end game the end game? what will make you happy? Because your path is supposed to contribute to your happiness It's not the end all to be all of your happiness, but it's, it is supposed to contribute to it. So what will make you happy? What do you envision for yourself to make you happy? and me when I envision myself, I see myself at a beach house. And I've always assumed it's California, but I can't, you know, say prove positive. I've always seen myself at a beach house, and that's where I live, and I make movies and TV because I'm always writing. I I can see the screenplays in front of me. I can see the stack of books that I've written over to the right. I can see this, and I can feel the happiness associated with these things. Now, how I get from... Shreve, Ohio, <coughs> driving school bus to that end game of me being happy in a beach house writing. I severely doubt it is a straight path. I don't think any of us have a straight path. I think we have hills and turns and valleys and um, forks in the road. But I believe if you keep your eye on the end game of being happy, How you get to that point, who gives a crap? As long as you get to that point. When I have found that I am heading down the path, the correct path, when I have friends who are heading down their correct path, it's not that everything is a bed of roses. But roses do crop up on this path when you're on it. Opportunities happen. Doors open. Things are easier. There's no struggle. You have to work, but there's no struggle. There's no worry. The doors open and you walk through it. When you are not on your correct path, you keep trying to burst open these doors and they don't budge, or they set you back a couple of feet. When that happens, you've got to pivot and try another portion and see if that is the path you're going to be on. That's like me doing readings and the Ask Alley podcast. I've been doing this so long and readings dried up as my source of income. I couldn't make ends meet no matter matter what I did. I I could have sold readings for a buck each and it wouldn't have mattered. Nobody would have bought them because that wasn't the path I was supposed to be on any longer and so I needed to pivot. And I kept trying to pivot. I tried sex coaching, which I loved, but, again, nobody wanted to pay me for it. So, to me, I thought, okay, obviously, this is not the path I'm supposed to take. (coughs) So, in between trying to find the right path that I'm supposed to be on, the one that has a rose every once in a while, I I stumbled across bus driving, driving a school bus. And, again, this was a part of my path I never thought I'd take, because I have never not in a gazillion years, one to be a bus driver. I'm lucky if I can parallel park a car, and while I do like kids, big groups of kids that I'm responsible for is, is not really my forte, or so I thought. No matter where I applied for a job, I applied for stuff I was completely qualified in. Nobody, nobody, nobody gave me a chance. I applied to be a bus driver, I get a phone call a minute and a half after I hit send on the application. I put the effort in, the door open, <laughs> the door opened, and there I was working and trying, working towards my CDL, which was paid for by the school system. I didn't have to pay for my training to get my CDL. Path open. And I've noticed when I do things like that, things swing open, it's like with the other house, I had no idea where we were supposed to live. You know, so I was holding on to that house for dear life. When I decided, finally, I just need a safe place for me, my son, and all my animals to go to, my friend, who I haven't talked to in a very, very long time, says, Hey, I got a farm. <laughs> you can move in. We don't usually allow animals, but you can bring all of yours. What the heck? There it was. You know, I, another door opened, and I stepped through it, and here we are. But that's what it is about finding the right path. You will still have resistance to a point, but it's hardly any resistance. The biggest resistance is you taking a chance and stepping through that door. That's the biggest thing. If you're on a path and you push and you push and you push and you push and and nothing happens, it's the wrong path. You have to pivot and try something else. If you keep pivoting, and trust me, just You don't have to do a complete about-face, you don't have to, you know, do something... Of course, what am I saying? You don't do something completely different, again, school bus driving, never thought it. But, in the process of doing school bus driving, I am also, I'm still doing the Ask Ali podcast, and I am still writing. So those two things have stayed the same. I didn't blow everything up, figuratively speaking, and, you know, go to med school. Or something like that or become a long-distance truck driver and not do any of this anymore so i think if you keep pivoting if you keep pivoting and finding the path of the least resistance while concentrating on the end game of you being happy the right path shows up <coughs> too many times too many people Am my i used to be the same way are worried that what am I supposed to be doing for my life? What is my life's path? What do I need to do? And instead of worrying about what you need to do, think about being happy and the right doors will open up. And if you run into a locked door, you knock a few times. If it doesn't open, you pivot. Honestly, and that is how you find the right path, regardless of your age. I also believe that each, each of us have many paths just like we have many soulmates. A path like my path for bus driving will only take me so far and then I will reach that end and then I'll have to pivot someplace else and pivot and pivot. So we never actually find the right path per se and stay on that exact path our entire life. The path will only take us so far and then we have to pivot to find the next right path. And so forth and so forth. But if you keep the end game of being happy, you will always pivot to the right place. Okay? Okay. So thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find this podcast at www.askallypodcast.com. You guys have yourself a wonderful week, and I'll catch you next Monday. Bye-bye.